Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the franchise business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Oli Mann, National Marketing Manager for Sandwich Chefs. Oli discusses the most recent marketing trends in the food and hospitality industry, how sandwich chefs are working to stand out from the crowd with their content and communication, as well as what the future of food demand and delivery will look like. Welcome everyone. My name is Raghu from Eden Exchange and I'm joined by Karen Erickson on the team today. Hi everyone. Today we're joined by Ollie Mann, who's the marketing manager at Sandwich Chefs. Ollie's taking the time out today to talk about marketing trends in the retail and food sector and also what Sandwich Chefs does to stay ahead of the game. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Ollie. No, thank you for having me. Now, firstly, Ollie, tell us a little bit about your background and career and what's your role at Sandwich Chefs? So, uh, yeah, I'm originally from the UK. I don't know if you can hear my voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've worked in marketing for the last 10 years. Previous experiences primarily in the hospitality and entertainment industry. Uh, quite quite fast-paced. I've been with Sandwich Chefs for the last six months now. Uh, my role here is National Marketing Manager to try and take Sandwich Chefs to the next level. All right. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the marketing trends that you see in the industry today? Yeah, sure. So everyone at the office is, is probably fed up of hearing me talk about the paradox of choice, which is um, which I think is a real dilemma today um, in every single industry, not just hospitality. I use the example of a restaurant menu. Yeah, you know, you go to a restaurant, new restaurant, you see a menu full of 50 items, you're not too sure what you want, mm. so you go with the safest option and you order the margarita pizza or, you know, something <laughs> like that. And I tend to think that's what is happening in today's market with the increasing amount of choice that's out there, there's there's really a paradox, and it's an opportunity for us to shout our name um, and make that decision for the customer a lot easier. So there's also quite a heavy shift, in my opinion, from this sale-focused marketing to more conversational marketing. So you might notice that brands are now talking with customers um, rather to customers and uh, not pushing a price so much, but trying to push... Uh, an engaging story, trying to build some sort of emotional connection mm-hmm. with the customer, which might be why you know you walk into your, your Coles and you pick up the the block of lint chocolate as opposed to the home brand because of the emotional connection you have with the brand and your perception of the quality of the product. And uh, on the digital front, there's a huge shift in video content, and we've realised that with the uh, the level of engagement our video content seems to grab across our channels. Um, so. Yeah, there's the, there are quite a few trends happening, and I think you could could go on for hours talking about all the different trends. But particularly more so than now, you need to be quite unique. Bizarre marketing campaigns seem to to cut through the noise, uh, and that's exactly what we're we're sort of seeking to do is to create a bit more noise in a, in a quite congested space. Well, it's definitely been working. We've definitely noticed a major uptick in terms of the awareness and branding of sandwich chefs, even though it's a very well known brand already. The, the channels that you're targeting seem to have you know, done a lot in terms of your branding strategy. So what are t- some types of marketing campaigns you've done that you've considered successful with Sandwich Chefs? And, and what are you looking to do in the future? How do you go about planning your, your strategy? Yeah, I actually would, would talk about our Melbourne United campaign, which was quite a recent, recent campaign. And um, we found that brand alignments work quite well. Um, we're a growing brand, our awareness is growing, and being able to leverage off the back of other brands and 
in industries that have the the network or the reach that we can piggyback on and and, and ex explore. Uh, so we did this really well with with Melbourne United, where we had a quite a multi-layered campaign um, that drove awareness on on game day, but uh, also online via an opportunity to, to to go to LA to see the Lakers take on the Golden State Warriors. So that as a prize really aligned with their target audience in, in the basketball world. Uh, and it launched and catapulted our awareness across all of those channels locally within Victoria. We then had uh, some smaller media agencies pick us up, such as the Hoops podcast. Um, we had various other uh, agencies contact us asking if they can run a story about it. Um, and it just further extended our, our reach. We actually had so many entries, we crashed the website twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Yeah, which was kind of not a not a great thing to answer to, but then equally it's kind of a, a good result in a way that you had that much interest at, at certain times. And we had over 10,000 entries, and those that subscribed uh, actually received an offer from us as well to redeem in store. So it was quite it's quite a good campaign, um, leveraging on the back of the awareness that Melbourne United Basketball Club has in Victoria, and would definitely be doing those sort of campaigns moving forward. So, you know, we've got the Melbourne International Comedy Festival coming up. Uh, we're working with them on supplying catering to the, to the comedy festival and you know we're getting some tickets in return that we want to give back to um, our franchisees or give back to customers in the form of competitions mm. which increases our engagement online and, and then again our further our reach so that that seems to be working really well for us as we continue to grow and yeah as, as mentioned before that's something that we will 100% be doing uh, into the future as well. So how do you relate all these campaigns um, that you're running back to your core business? I think we try and focus on our key messaging more so. So um, although for, I used the Melbourne United campaign mm. again, although it was a great campaign that leveraged on the back of their network, um, we still promoted those same key messages to that audience. Uh, you know, things about eating fresh, the quality of our product, game day activations, we're very focused around our product and what we offer. The, the actual giving them a, a, an online voucher to redeem in store, again, drove them back to our stores that we could then monitor and track redemption. Uh, so the although the end goal is to, to raise awareness, we're also focused on driving our product and driving our sales, uh, making sure that you know what we set out to achieve is achieved at the end. And, and you are a nationwide brand. I mean, you have a lot of stores nationwide, franchisees nationwide. And in terms of these competitions or changes in the market, how do you... How do you keep your franchisees up to date on all these changes or campaigns that you're working with? Yes, yeah, so we, we have an internal weekly newsletter that we uh, we send out updates our franchisees on what's happening. That also coincides with a, a quarterly newsletter as well, uh, which reflects on the, the financial quarter and what we've achieved. And we, we remain honest and transparent with our franchisees and we want them to know exactly what has happened uh, in, return, in regards to marketing as well as operations um, and give them a little bit of a... a an insight into what to expect in the next three months. As mentioned before about transparency, you know, we make sure all our promotions, we have the cost of goods analysis in there, we have, uh, we take their feedback on board. So it's 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 not a one-way channel, it's very much a, a two-way channel that we communicate with franchisees. And any time a franchisee has an idea, come forward to us, we take it very seriously and it's something that we always try to incorporate their feedback. And now, in terms of the marketing and the business, how, how do you differentiate yourself from competitors in the market then? I think we, uh, we, I see us more of a family, which which is key. We, we work to build relationships with our franchisees and I find that many businesses will actually have a divide between head office and their franchisees and we just don't do that. So 
you know, we know all of our franchisees on a personal level. We know them by their first name. Uh, any issues that they have, you know, it's we're on first term basis. They um, they always come back. Like, as I said, it's an open dialogue between our franchisees, um, and their feedback is integral. And that's something that we I feel stands us apart from the rest that we are actually able to have that relationship. Um, and you know, professional as we are, we're we're also open dialogue between both head office and franchise. Excellent. And what now do you think works the best to keep your customers engaged with the brand? So how do you inform, for example, about a store opening or a new product, for example, and how do you see this changing compared to the last few years? Yeah, I think well, my role in the last six months uh, has been to really understand the fundamentals and the foundations that we can improve at Sandwich Chefs. We have set about doing that. The traditional marketing approach is something we have maintained, but now we're starting to incorporate a lot more digital side of marketing which the, the the business wasn't doing as much of prior and now we really are we have a very aggressive social media strategy we have an aggressive content uh, generation strategy as well uh, and as a result our targeted demographics get to see the see the brand at its best our social media channels have seen an increase in growth and engagement and click-through rates have soared so that supported by the um, the actual technology out there allows us to track mm -hmm. and measure the return on investment that's that's what's allowed us to, to keep engaging with our customers and you know we we you know we do the split testing we we change tactic on certain campaigns you know what's working well what's not working well by creating competitions and giveaways it helps to helps to give back to the community give back to our customers and it again creates that engagement that we're, we're after we do this not only in competitions but throughout our social posts and other other online posts where we'll actively talk to the customers and try and get them to interact with the brand. Um, it just helps to fuel that brand story that we're trying to build and builds more of an emotional connection between our brand and the customer and, uh, and then the loyalty then comes from that. Uh, with regards to store openings, again, we have our traditional approach that we launch at a local level. Local area marketing is something that's integral to our business. Uh, I believe that the community uh, is different in every single store demographic out there and you know we're, we've got close to 60 stores now so a demographic of one store will be different to the other store and we make sure that through local area marketing that we hit all of our consumer segments there. Uh, and we, we also have, a again, quite a strong digital strategy where we have uh, location advertising and beating advertising and a social media launch strategy attached to each store with localised offers and ads. Um, and we work pretty closely with the uh, centre managers as well to see what we can leverage out there when we open a store. And, uh, they're very supportive and quite excited when our brand rolls into into the stores. And, and how do you, it, because it's it's a very quickly changing marketplace mm. for advertising, social media, not even just social media, just the way people access stories and news and connect with a brand. Mm. It's really a rapidly changing environment. If you're not on the ball, you, you can be on top one day and then down the next day. Mm. Um, so how do you go about doing that in terms of finding out what's new in the market and when it's time to, to test that? Are you influenced by anything going on, any any particular speakers or examples overseas or anything like that, or, or it's more a, um, a value judgment? Yeah, I, I think that, well, uh, to quote John Bezos, uh, the, the brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. could not be more true. Um, and I think that's something we have to constantly be aware of and it drives our need to innovate. So innovating with our menu, which we are doing mid-year, which is quite exciting. Um, innovating in the way that customers interact at our stores, 
interact, innovating the way that we interact online. Um, there's so much noise out there at the moment that anything that we can do that's a little bit peculiar or bizarre seems to cut through the noise and gets the attention that we we deserve. Uh, and I think that's yeah, we we you know we routinely track our competitors as I'm sure everybody does, but we don't want to be followers. We want to be leaders, and that's where we're we're heading. So we're looking beyond Australia for ideas and inspiration. And we're, yeah, we're, we're seeing how we can implement that in the Australian market to then make sure that we are one of the leaders in this space as opposed to being a follower. And are you finding it very different to the UK market? Yes, completely. Yeah, completely different to the UK. You know, the, the competition in the UK, there's, there's quite, you know, there's, the smaller boutique brands don't really find a voice over there. You know, you know, talk about the US as well. There's a boom at the moment, especially in, in the in the QSR space and um, particularly in our category. Uh, and being able to forecast that's quite important. But yeah, definitely completely different to the UK. That it's um, Australia's Australia's a great place to run a business like this. And if you're looking at the industry in Australia, what what are you, what's your take on where it's heading? And what are some key trends that franchise buyers in the food and hospitality sector needs to be aware of? Um, and how would you say that Sandwich Chef is capitalizing on these trends? I think uh, probably one of the biggest trends at the moment is online ordering. I think everybody knows of Uber Eats and Menulog mm-hmm. and Deliveroo, um, and they're all fighting against each other. Uh, I think the actual power is now shifting back towards towards the brands where you know people we we can develop our own online ordering platforms. Mm-hmm. You know we can potentially run our own delivery solutions through third party software. Um, and a few of the you know big players in in Australia are certainly doing that, and I believe we will will be doing the same as well, um, in improving our online ordering systems that we, we currently have, uh, and, and trying to eliminate the paradox of choice online to make ourselves as a more, more obvious choice. And again, I think the need to innovate is something that's critical in this space. Uh, you know, we're we're constantly innovating in the marketing and operations departments here, and you know, we're actively innovating with our franchisees as well. So. That's that they're kind of the, two of the things I'd say that you know we sort of need to be aware of if coming into this space, the need to innovate, and and also embracing that need to innovate. Like we've talked to some companies where they've said, you know, the retail food companies where twenty percent of their orders are Uber Eats. Mm. So the idea that something can come in and change the industry like that is is yeah. very interesting, and it's also the fact that. I know that Sandwich Chefs does a lot of work in making that experience, the marketing experience in the store, align with its branding and messaging as well. Are you able to delve a little bit how you do that in terms of matching what's the outbound marketing in the social sphere, for example, with what's going on in the store? Yeah, so we, we operate, we, we try and take the pressure off of the franchisees a little bit mm-hmm. with our marketing. So we operate on a national level with our campaigns and promotions and we drive them quite hard online uh, and then in store we have obviously our in-store point of sale signage uh, pause system allows us to auto prompt and that really has connected our uh, in-store marketing experience to our online marketing experience so a customer can see something that's online that's being advertised and have the confidence to walk into the store and order it be presented with consistency in terms of the branding and the graphical elements uh, and, it, it, and it's then reinforced via our point of sale messaging and prompting so that you know even if a, a new staff member is, is has joined the team they're able to be prompted with the offers that are actually happening as they're processing the transaction so it creates a really fluid 
ordering process for our customers, definitely. Perfectly. Um, and currently the situation on the franchise market is quite tense. Um, how would you comment on it and how would you see Sandwich Chef responds to the concerns that are right now? So I think um, all franchisors who, that apply best practice, including us, really have nothing to worry about. And anything that can really support to build the trust in the injury is something we wholeheartedly support as well. Honesty and transparency is something we believe in. Our franchisees always come first and we take their feedback quite seriously. So, yeah, I understand it's, it's quite tense at the moment, but I think if you're a franchisor out there that, you know, backs what you say, there's nothing to worry about. We're quite confident in that. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of there's naturally going to be the worry for people who aren't doing the right thing. But for like companies like yourself who are standing out, mm -hmm. doing the right thing, you know, obviously marketing on behalf of your franchisees in, in the correct way, it must actually be a potential opportunity to stand out from the crowd now. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, we reinforce that message as well. Um, and again, by being remaining honest and transparent, having the relationships we have with our franchisees, it's, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's so much easier. And we, uh, yeah, we're grateful for them. I'd like to think they're grateful for us. Great. All right. And now, where do you think the industry is going marketing in your industry for the next couple of years? Any, any predictions or bold predictions you can tell us? Um, I did see uh, did see some interesting drone deliveries happening oh, online. Yeah. I think that's quite exciting. I think that the you know the technology that's now coming into the hospitality industry is really exciting. The ability to be quite reactive and and take those crazy concepts um, that are happening around the world and apply them to the market here. I definitely see that happening. Fast food is only going to get faster, um, <laughs> but we maintain the level of quality of our food and. Yeah, taking advantage of technology is, is definitely something um, all businesses in this, this space have to really look out for, and we're monitoring it, definitely. Well, obviously, there's a lot of work done in you know, marketing for franchises and, and building the brand. The effects are also going to translate into the franchises running stores. So anyone interested, how do they? what are the next steps in reaching out to you or the Sandwich Chefs team? Um, to try and assess whether they're right for a franchise with Sandwich Chefs? Yes, so I would suggest everybody visit sandwichchefs.com.au, our website. On there you'll find a link to franchising. and That's where you'll find a little bit more information about how our franchises work um, and the ability to leave a, an expression of interest form at the bottom that would then go to our national franchising manager who would, uh, would make the phone call. Beautiful. And you'll, you'll also have some contact us buttons and boxes near this podcast so please put your details down and one of the team will be in touch with you asap to to get your journey going with sandwich chefs look ollie it's been fascinating chatting to you today about the industry and where it's heading i would love to have you on again soon to give us an update in, the, in a couple of months even because again the industry may have changed again by then yeah i'd love to and it's been extremely insightful so thanks again for your time today thank you thank you Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Ollie Mann from Sandwich Chefs. For more information about Sandwich Chefs or to listen to any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbuyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitcher if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening. 